Good morning. Welcome to First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. We are a spiritual community dedicated to the free search for truth and meaning, and we welcome you here. We extend a special welcome to those of you who are visiting with us this morning. We're very glad to see your faces. This is a spiritual community dedicated to the free search for truth and meaning. We come from a religious heritage that proclaims that there is a spark of the divine in every human being. It is as part of that heritage that I ask you to greet the holy in our midst by turning to the person to your right and left and welcoming them here this morning. Will you please say our chalice lighting words together with me? In the light of truth and the warmth of love, we gather to seek, to find, and to share. This reading is from Larger Circle by Wendell Berry. We clasp the hands of those that go before us and the hands of those who come after us. We enter the little circle of each other's arms and the larger circle of lovers whose hands are joined in a dance and the larger circle of all creatures passing in and out of life who move also in a dance to a music so subtle and vast that no one hears it except in fragments. If anyone ever asks you, what is your church all about? You may say to them our mission statement if you care to. At First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin, we gather in community to nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice. This morning's reading is excerpted from Starfish by Eleanor Lerman. This is what life does. It lets you walk up to the store to buy breakfast in the paper on a stiff knee. It lets you choose the way you have your eggs and your coffee. Then it sits a fisherman down beside you at the counter who says, Last night, the channel was full of starfish. And you wonder, is this a message? Finally, or just another day. So life lets you have a sandwich and pie for your late night dessert. Pie for the dog as well. And then life sends you back to bed to dreamland. While outside, the starfish drift through the channel with smiles on their starry faces as they head out to deep water to the far and boundless sea.
This service is called African, and it's intended to begin a conversation about the human family. In an exhibit at the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia last year on race, one of the things that you did was you walked into the room where all the um, exhibits were, and there was a, a presentation where you could look at um, photographs of people of different national origins, but what you saw first was a cover over their photographs with a little window cut out so that you could see just the color of somebody's skin. And you were supposed to look at the color in the window and see if you could guess what the national origin was of the person whose skin garment was that color. And so you saw the color of milk, you saw the color of cinnamon, you saw the color of espresso coffee, uh, and you uh, had to guess. Well, and then you could take the cover off and see the photographs. And you saw that the person with the milky skin was of Japanese origin. And that the person with cinnamon skin, you thought maybe that person will be from India or a Native American, but that person was um, from uh, South America. And the person with espresso skin was from India. So you just couldn't... You, you were a little off balance, which is what they meant you to be, because what you thought you knew became more complicated. That is always the first step to wisdom. So what you learn in that, in that exhibit at the Franklin Institute is that we come in all shades of uh, milk, cream, coffee, cinnamon. Um, we like to use food to describe ourselves. But our DNA tells a different story. The exhibit was about the mitochondrial DNA that is passed from mother to daughter to daughter to daughter. Science is discovering that race, that what we think of as race, is a powerful social construct rather than a scientific one. It's mostly a social one. And that if you look at the mitochondrial DNA that's passed from mother to mother to mother to mother, you find that we are all related to this one African woman who may look something like the woman on the front of your bulletin, and that she is the one we call the mitochondrial Eve. There's a book by Brian Sykes called The Seven Daughters of Eve about the seven... Uh, mothers of the Western European peoples, the clan mothers. Apparently there are nine clan mothers for the Japanese, possibly only 29 clan mothers altogether for the whole human race, 29 clan mothers. And so if you could get your um, DNA tested to such a delicate degree that you would know which clan mother you are from, right now they can tell which haplogroup you are from, you can get your DNA tested and see where your people, how your people came out of Africa and where they ended up. But you could, you could know which mother you came from and wear a T-shirt that said, I'm from Mother 23, I'm, I'm from Mother 16. 
and you could greet your relatives with a shout of joy and say, oh, you're 16 too. And really, you might find a surprise in the skin colors of the people from the same clan mother as you. See what I'm saying? I'm not saying this would wipe out racism because then the numbers would become a powerful social construct and they would say, oh, those 16 people, they're never any good. (laughs) You'd go, 23 rules, 21 rules. That's how human beings are, unfortunately, right now, unless we work on it. So, even though we may have varying skin colors, as Kaya said to the children, it matters almost as much scientifically as the colors of our cats. They're different. Not that the powerful social construct of race hasn't had an immense impact on the lives of people of different skin colors. It has. But the science tells a different story. Edward O. Wilson says... The more we learn about our common origins, the more we will realize that we're related with a common origin and a shared future. In the earliest beginning, our mother sang love and life to her children and to the earth, and her children praised her. children were many, and many stayed in the valley where they were born. Some traveled because of hunger and drought, some because of war. Some traveled because of a restless desire to explore. They found a way across oceans and deserts, through mountain passes and plains, on their way to a home that could sustain them. Oh, wow. 
number one speaks, and we respond all together when I ask by saying, and we moved on. Daughter number one, hardship. One thing will I tell, which led to my traveling. Two things will I tell you, as the Spirit gives me words to speak. The rains did not fall. Neither did the floods come to green the land. The earth was cracked and dry, and we moved on. We had to walk for three days to find a slow-giving stream to moisten our lips, and we moved on. We had to walk for three moons to find a land where the berries grew fat, where the animals could again give us their bodies for food, We danced in thanks to the Spirit for finding us again, and all the people say, and we moved on. on. Daughter number two speaks, exploring. One thing will I tell, which led to my traveling. Two things will I tell you, as the Spirit gives me words to speak. My father would laugh at all my questions and kiss me on the top of my head. I would climb the tallest trees to see as far as I could what was beyond the sleeping woman hills, who lived on the other side of the shining river. When I was grown, my mate and I, he was strong and as curious as a child. My mate and I wanted to see the hills beyond sleeping woman and the ones beyond that, and we moved on. We found joys, we found hardships, we had a child, and then another. Our feet sought the path toward the unknown places, and we moved on. We were strong, the children grew. We saw marvels, and we saw sorrows. Always we wanted to see what was beyond the next hill. And all the people say, and we moved on. And we moved on. Daughter number three speaks, war. One thing will I tell which led to my traveling. Two things will I tell you as the Spirit gives me words to speak. We saw the grasses move as they came into our valley. We could hear their shouted laughter. Preparations were made to receive guests. The dancers put on their streaks of black earth and their swaying cloaks of long-toothed grass. They came upon us in their might, 
screaming in words we could not understand. They took all we had. My brave brother was lost, but the rest of us ran into the night, and we moved on. We walked for days, cradling the babies, until the memory of that place was just a sad sweetness. We found our own food and made our own garments and did not learn to take what belonged to others, and we moved on. Some grew weak and needed care. Some stayed behind as they grew weary of travel. My family and I traveled until we heard the voice of the Spirit say, Enough! at the foot of a large mountain. And all the people said, and we moved on, and we moved on. This clay jug that is my body is made of a beautiful color. Inside me are rivers and stars. Inside me are dreams and fears. Inside me are generations. My skin garment reflects the lands my family has traveled and my time in the cold realms or under the strong sun. We can look at any human and think, my family. The Native Americans would extend that to every animal, plant, and tree.
in beauty amongst the members of our family. May we walk in beauty through the world. One way of walking in beauty is to show up for our lives. One way of showing up is to be generous, to be giving people. Let us practice being giving people as we receive our morning offering. This offering goes to sustain and strengthen the mission of this church. If you are a first-time visitor with us, please be our guest and keep your money in your pocket. If you have come here before or if you are a member, please give generously. 
May we walk in beauty. May we have beauty before us, beauty behind us, beauty all around us, beauty above us, beauty below us. May we begin in beauty. May it be finished in beauty. Go in peace. This is a presentation of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, visit our website at www.austinuu.org.